Hello, friends, and welcome to Talking Movies. I'm Brian Lataki, and today we embrace one of the greatest actors in the history of cinema. That's right. That is right. In the unbearable weight of massive talent. What's the worry here, Nick? You've lost some of your talent as an actor? No. (laughs) We got another offer. It's a million bucks. It's to attend a wealthy gentleman's birthday party. What do you guys want? We're with Central Intelligence. Do you know who you're spending time with? One of the most ruthless men on the face of this planet. I need you to help the U.S. government. I can see myself doing more of this stuff. I think I might have a real gift for it. Good, because we got another mission for you. No, 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 no. I don't want to kill you. You're the last person I want to kill. I love you. I love you. I'm Nick Frigger. In this action-packed comedy, Nicolas Cage plays Nick Cage, channeling his iconic characters as he's caught between a superfan and a CIA agent. Written by the team of Tom Gormican and Kevin Etten and directed by Tom Gormican, The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent stars Nicolas Cage as Nick Cage, Pedro Pascal as Javi Gutierrez, Tiffany Haddish as Vivian, Sharon Horgan as Olivia, Lily Moshin as Addie Cage, and features Neil Patrick Harris, Paco Leon, Demi Moore, and Ike Barinholtz. When this movie was first announced, announced it seemed like a bit of a fever dream. Nicolas Cage will be playing himself in a movie about himself. Oh, and it's called The Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Well, after checking the date and confirming that it was indeed not April 1st, I started to get a little bit excited. You see, after starring in blockbuster action movies like Gone in 60 Seconds, The Rock, and Face Off, Nick Cage seemingly started saying yes to every script that came his way. He was a superhero before the MCU really picked up steam, and he starred in a ton of straight-to-video releases. And then his career started to hit its stride again with the independent circuit. Seriously, go watch movies like Mum and Dad, Mandy, Pig, or Willy's Wonderland to see that Nick Cage is in fact a great actor. And for 107 minutes, you get to see that he is indeed a true thespian. This movie follows along a semi-predictable path with Nick needing money, getting offered a high-paying gig, taking it, only for it to be something much bigger. It was ridiculous, charming, and had great action sequences and a number of laugh-out-loud moments. The acting is exceptional and also a little Nick Cage, which is exactly what I expected and wanted. Plus, watching how charmed Pedro Pascal was during the entire movie just made me smile. There's not a lot of bad things to say about this movie. It's paced quite well, it's beautiful and part artsy, part Hollywood blockbuster, and it's strangely in a league of its own while paying homage to Nick Cage's entire career. I think the only complaint that I can muster is that the little bit of CGI that's there seems weird. However, I was able to justify it to myself, which seemed to have worked. Even if you're not a Nick Cage fan, this movie is absolutely worth your time if only to admire the man for a brief moment. Plus, you get to laugh at how ridiculous the man sees himself. I give the unbearable weight of massive talent an A. Well, the rain keeps coming, but spring is here. The team over at Swish Barbershop at 844 St. Mary's Road are ready to line you up and make you look your best. Walk-ins are welcome, or you can visit my barber by booking today at boybarbernick.com. I've just been handed an urgent news story. Cannonball! Let's get into movie news you can use, and let's start it off with a shifting release date. 
This past week, it was announced that the upcoming Illumination and Universal Pictures project Super Mario Bros. 3 has shifted its release date to April 7th of 2023. They also announced that Puss in Boots The Last Wish will now take the date vacated by Super Mario Bros., which is December 21st of 2022. It was reported by Deadline this past week that Spider-Man helmer John Watts will no longer be directing the Fantastic Four movie for Marvel Studios. They went on to say that there was nothing bad behind the exit, and that Watts simply needs a break after directing three Spider-Man movies back-to-back. Warner Brothers and Mattel Films announced today that J.J. Abrams' Bad Robot production company will be producing the upcoming live-action Hot Wheels movie. The movie, based on the number one selling toy in the world, is being described as a high-throttle actioner that will showcase some of the world's hottest and sleekest cars, monster trucks, and motorcycles. Hot Wheels. This past week, CinemaCon took place in Las Vegas, where a number of studios arrived to show off their upcoming projects. And I will do my best to summarize them here. Let's start it off with the upcoming sequel to Avatar. During their presentation, Disney revealed that the upcoming Avatar 2 will be titled Avatar The Way of the Water. During the presentation, they also announced that Avatar is getting a worldwide theatrical re-release on September 23rd, 2022, and announced that each Avatar sequel is a standalone movie. There will be no cliffhangers, however, when looked at it as a whole, the journey across all four movies will form a more extensive collective story. Comedian Joe Coy was on hand to introduce Easter Sunday, a film in which he stars as a fictionalized version of himself. He explained that Steven Spielberg actually came up with the idea for the film after watching Joe Coy talking about his family in a stand-up special. Broken Lizard's Jay Shandereskar is directing the film, which revolves around Coy gathering his Filipino family together for Easter weekend. Billy Eichner introduced his upcoming comedy titled Bros, which he described as the first gay rom-com produced by a studio, and I'm not talking about that new Buzz Lightyear movie. The project, which is directed by Nicholas Stoller and produced by Judd Apatow, is the first major studio film in which all actors in the cast are LGBTQ+, even those playing the cisgendered roles. In the land of DC, The Rock was on hand to show off new footage for the upcoming Black Adam project as well as the League of Super Pets, while Justin Lin was on hand to show off Aquaman 2 and Salem's Lot. Meanwhile, Warner Brothers released the first images from the upcoming Margot Robbie project Barbie based off the popular doll series, while the first look at the Willy Wonka prequel starring Timothy Chalamet was also released. Warner Brothers then went on to confirm that a sequel to The Batman is currently announced greenlit and in production. It was then Sony's turn to hit the stage where they announced an upcoming project titled El Muerto that will follow the Marvel character of the same name. In the comics, El Muerto, aka Juan Carlos, was a super-powered wrestler who initially fought Spider-Man in a charity match. In the match, he nearly unmasked Spider-Man before being stung by him with a paralyzing poison. After being saved from the hospital by Spider-Man after his oppressor El Dorado came to claim his life, the two would team up to defeat El Dorado. It was announced at the time that Bad Bunny will be starring as El Muerto. Sony head Tim Rothman then went on to say that new installments of Venom and Ghostbusters are also on the way, but did not offer any further details. Universal announced that they're doing an upcoming film adaptation of the play Wicked and will be releasing it into two films. I have a feeling we're not in Kansas anymore. Director John M. Chu announced Tuesday that the first Wicked film will premiere on December 2024, with the second releasing in Christmas 2025. Disney then went on to announce that Captain Marvel 2 
2, aka The Marvels, has swapped release dates with Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. The Marvels will now release on July 28th of 2023, while Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania will release on February 17th of 2023. Adam Sandler has announced that he's re-teaming with Josh and Benny Safdie following the release of Uncut Gems and its critical acclaim. While speaking with Entertainment Weekly, Sandler said, quote, they're working hard on it. Their work ethic is bananas. They're always working, always writing, always thinking. I don't know what I can tell you, but it's going to be very exciting. It's different, but I don't want them to ever say, what the hell did you tell them that for? So I'll just let them talk about it. Before the Safties and Sandler can reunite, Sandler has a number of other projects on the horizon. He's next going to be seen starring alongside Queen Latifah in Hustle, where he plays a former basketball scout who tries to revive his career by recruiting a player with a checkered past from overseas to play in the NBA. Despite production recently getting underway, Fast X has announced that director Justin Lin has stepped away from the project due to creative differences. He went on to announce that he will remain on board as a producer and that the parting was amicable between both parties. Following the Warner Brothers Discovery merger, it is being rumored right now that the Batgirl movie that was prepared for HBO Max may actually get a theatrical release. According to Puck News, they said, quote, maybe Toby Emmerich and his Warner's team are thinking now is the time to invest a bit more money into Batgirl, perhaps up the visual effects and the music budget and the planned marketing spend and give the movie a theatrical run first. After all, it's a new day under Warner Bros. Discovery CEO David Zaslov. The Batman, admittedly the company's marquee superhero property, is putting up huge numbers on HBO Max. This wouldn't be a strange occurrence as Warner Brothers had previously shifted Blue Beetle, starring Cobra Kai's show Maraduena to a theatrical release, despite announcing it as an HBO Max exclusive. The film has wrapped filming and stars Leslie Grace as Batgirl, J.K. Simmons as Commissioner Gordon, Michael Keaton as Bruce Wayne Batman, and Brendan Fraser on board as the villain Firefly. This past weekend also saw a number of shows get the axe. The CW has announced that DC's Legends of Tomorrow, in addition to Batwoman, have both been cancelled. It was also announced that Netflix cancelled their comedy series Space Force after its second season. The series starred Steve Carell as Mark Naird, a four-star general and decorated pilot with dreams of running the Air Force, who's thrown for a loop with his new directive of establishing the sixth branch of the United States Armed Forces, the Space Force. Netflix did release first look photos and the release date for their upcoming thriller The Gray Man, which stars Chris Evans, Ryan Gosling, and Anna de Armas. It's scheduled to hit the platform on July 22nd, 2022, after releasing in select theaters on July 15th. Based on the 2009 novel of the same name and helmed by the Russo brothers, the film is described as, quote, The Gray Man is a CIA operative court gentry, aka Sierra 6. Plucked from a federal penitentiary and recruited by his handler, Donald Fitzroy, Gentry was once a highly skilled agency-sanctioned merchant of death. But now the tables have turned and Six is the target, hunted across the globe by Lloyd Hansen, a former cohort at the CIA who will stop at nothing to take him out. Agent Danny Miranda has his back, and he'll need it. It was reported this past weekend by The Hollywood Reporter that Topher Grace, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher, Laura Prepon, and Wilmer Valderrama have all signed on to reprise their roles from the 70s show in the upcoming Netflix series That 90s Show. Netflix picked up the series back in October, which is set in 1995 and will revolve around Leia Foreman, the daughter of Eric and Donna, as she visits her grandparents for the summer and bonds with a new generation of Point Place kids. Noticeably absent is Danny Masterson, but I'll leave it to you to figure out why he wasn't invited to the party. You don't have bad luck. The reason that bad things happen to you 
is because you're a dumbass. It was also announced this past weekend that longtime Late Late Show host James Corden will be stepping down from the long-running series ahead of the summer of 2023. Corden took over the Late Late Show on March 23rd of 2015 following the departure of Craig Ferguson, who had hosted the show for nine years. As of now, no decision has been made for who will replace Corden, but I'm sure an announcement is imminent. A new trailer was released for the live-action CG hybrid Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers, starring John Mulaney and Andy Samberg. As per the film's official synopsis, Chip and Dale are living amongst cartoons and humans in modern-day Los Angeles, but their lives are quite different now. It has been decades since their successful television series was cancelled, and Chip, voiced by Mulaney, has succumbed to a life of suburban domesticity as an insurance salesman. Dale, voiced by Sandberg, meanwhile, has had CGI surgery and works the nostalgia convention circuit desperate to relive his glory days. When a former castmate mysteriously disappears, Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take the Rescue Rangers detective personas once again to save their friend's life. The film also stars Kiki Lane, Will Arnett, Eric Bana, Flula Borg, Dennis Haysbert, Keegan-Michael Key, Tress McNeil, Tim Robinson, Seth Rogen, J.K. Simmons, and Chris Parnell. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers hits Disney Plus on May 20th of 2022. Over at Peacock, it was announced that they have signed a straight-to-series order for the upcoming project Bupkiss, which is described as a raw, unflinching, fictionalized version of Pete Davidson's real life. It will include a mixture of grounded storytelling with absurd elements depicting an unfiltered view through Pete's eyes. The show, which is being compared to Larry David's Curb Your Enthusiasm, is said to feature unapologetically unfiltered R-rated storytelling. Over at Apple TV+, Plus, Deadline is reporting that Stranger Things star David Harbour will star in The Trashers as Jimmy Galante, who is described as one of the inspirations for The Sopranos. The Trashers will chronicle the rise and fall of Jimmy Galante, a Connecticut trash magnet and associate of the Genovese crime family. He later bought his teenage son, A.J. Galante, a minor league hockey team and let him run it. The team gained notoriety for their rough and violent style of play, but also developed a wide fan base as they started to win more and more games. All that success and fame came to a sudden end when Jimmy Galante was arrested on 72 criminal charges. And finally, Bill Murray has finally spoken out regarding the onset incident that led to Aziz Ansari's being mortal being shut down. While speaking with CNBC, Murray said the whole thing came out to a difference of opinion between him and a woman he was working with on set. He said, quote, I did something I thought was funny and it wasn't taken that way. As of now, we are talking and we are trying to make peace with each other. He added, we are both professionals. We like each other's work. We like each other, I think. And if we can't really get along and trust each other, there's no point in going further working together or making the movie as well. It's been quite an education for me. There currently is no word yet on when and if the film will resume production and whether or not Murray will return to the film. That's it for this episode of Talking Movies. Follow me on social media at Talking Movies PC and download full-length episodes on all of your favorite podcast platforms. And as always, this is why I must trust my shamanic instincts as a thespian. Thespian.